recorded live. Welcome to Truth is a New Hate. Time to 
get your hit on at eight with Brother Paul and yours truly, Brother Joe. The following program is recommended for mature individuals and may contain material unsuitable for morons, cretins, and dishwipes. If you are a moron or a member of the PTL club, please turn off your radio because we don't need any more stupid, narrow-minded, pencil-necked geeks who wouldn't know the First Amendment if it came up and bit them on the butt. Thank you. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You're located at www.radio.thewatchman.us, where our broadcast stream is located along with a chat room, or www.thewatchman.us. Just click the Listen Live link. Yes, we are simulcasting at TalkShoe, hosted by White Media. The show name is Truth is the New Hate. Yes, it is. That's located at www.talkshoe.com. You can easily find the broadcast by entering the call ID number into the research box at the top of any TalkShoe webpage. And that number is 124-639. 124-639. From there, you may register as a guest or if you have a TalkShoe account, sign in. This will allow you to listen to the broadcast as well as participate by either the chat room located there or you can just call in via landline, mobile cell phone, or VOIP. You may just listen and or participate in the broadcast. That phone number is 724-444-7444. That's 724-444-7444. And you will be prompted for the call ID number. And again, that number is 124-639-124-639. Then press the pound key. I urge your support of the number one and hardest-working American patriot band in America, Poker Face. Go to www.pokerface.com, sample the affordable music offerings, download your favorites. Welcome to Truth is a New Hate. This is uh, Monday, May 25th, 2015. Call in line phone is 724-444-7444. Caller ID is one two four six three nine. We'd love to hear from you tonight. Tonight we're going to make some important uh, announcements of the future of Truth Is a New Hate. Be sure to go to PokerFace.com. Uh, uh, all the latest news of the of the band and what's going on there with that. And there's going to be a new release of an album soon. And go to FreedomPalooza.com. That's freedom, P-A-L-O-O-Z-A dot com to find out what's happening with the with uh, this year's Freedom Palooza. Okay, now be sure to see Hellstorm or show your friends the Hellstorm, the documentary by Renegade Films by Kyle Hunt of Renegade Broadcasting. The documentary is based upon the groundbreaking book Hellstorm, the Death of Nazi Germany, 1944-1947 by Thomas Goodrich. The world deserves to know about the rape, torture, and mass murder of Germans during and after World War II. And you can see that at www.hellstormdocumentary.com. And uh, that's hosted by www.radiobroadcasting.com, where Paul and I had the pleasure of doing their Monday night show over there. Okay. Also, I want to mention the Renegade 
tribune.com where if you have an article you want to write, uh, join it and write articles. There's a bunch of us there that uh, of all different varieties that write on a, a topic of, of things of interest from history to uh, everyday living. Okay, I also want to announce that Sean is back live at TCTA, Two Companies, Threes of Crowd. He couldn't stay away. TCTAunleashed.com, and his stream is at uh, httpmixlr.com forward slash surplus. His chat room is tcta.chatangle.com. Also, uh, be sure on Fridays, you've got the uh, pro-white American radio show hosted by Don, Tom Bowie, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that's on the Talk to with a caller ID of 132-549. And as always, we are live streaming at thewatchman.us. And again, that call-in line is 724-444-7444. Call-in ID 124-639, then you press the pound. We want to hear from you. Okay, Paul, how you doing? I'm doing good, brother. How you doing? Great. I, I, I got the criticisms of our show on broadcast because, you know, uh, when we did Renegade last week, and, uh, the, you know, I mean, I got in there, right, uh, you know, the steering wheel's on the left-hand side, and uh, I slipped the clutch, and we stalled it. I stalled it a few times, but, you know, and everybody's complaining about your microphone, so, you know. But other than that, we had the live stream that went up, and, uh, you know, I've had uh, pretty good uh, feedback on that of uh, what we did talk about. So, now, uh, I think we should get away, get, get get through with some of the announcements. We'll do them at the top of the show and the end of the show. What do you think? Sounds great, man. Okay, everybody. Uh, we're going to go on a hiatus after this show, and uh, the reasons are because uh, – I have to go in to get something taken care of that's been bothering me. It's gotten very painful, and uh, so that's going to incapacitate me for a while. And, yeah, i got to go to the uh, death cartel there and uh, <laughs> see what the hell is like. brother. Yeah, well, you know, you know what happened last time, Paul, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm eyes open, you know what I mean? Like if something, if i got to live in pain, I will live in pain. The hell with it, but uh, it's getting too uncomfortable where uh, I, I can't even, you know, spending an hour in front of the in a chair in front of the computer right now is totally painful. Me painful. So uh, I and I've been do, doing my best, knowing that it might come down to this and uh, getting the message out local, 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 and the uh, uh, you know uh, independent media distribution platform best I could. Okay. Also, about this time, Paul usually has going hiatus anyway because Freedom Palooza is coming up, and people do not have they have no clue of what you got to go through, Paul. Right down to why we say you got to get local, local. Right down to getting the damn uh, uh, permits, right? Right, man. They'll do anything to try to stop you. But you know what I mean? This this man's a warrior. He don't sit there and say, "Oh, the Jews won't let us. The Jews won't let me." goes right down after them, man, you know? So, anyway, let me have a check in the chat room here. Uh, oh, we got a few people here. We got Tom Bowie. Tom Bowie, I want to apologize. I lost my cool on your show there Friday, but you know what I mean? When some man is, some LaRouche guy is telling me that, uh, you know, one of the reasons we pulled out of Vietnam was fragging. I mean, you know what I mean? I got to say it, you know, and then, then get interrogated like a cop where I was and all this kind of shit instead of telling me where that motherfucker was. 
to come off with a statement like that. I mean, you know, uh, you know, you had over 80% white Aryan warriors over there. Now, we did have a lot of the scum over there, too. So there were problems, yes, but, I mean, that is total bullshit, and that is to demoralize us. And uh, that's, that is so totally wrong. So I had I had to say it, and uh, you know you know I, my buttons can get pushed on certain things, and that is one of them. So I mean, but I apologize for losing my cool on your show. So anyway, uh, sometimes it needs to be said, brother. And I'm gonna say it, so you know that's all there is to it. But uh, like I said, I've been trying to put out the message, local, local, local. You know, everybody talk about problems, and I'm talking solutions. And I was on a Wednesday night show with, 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 with on, on a Renegade show there, and uh, we discussed it and laid it all out. I was on the uh, Saturday night roundtable. I finally got on on the last hour. I had to wait, wait, wait about two hours. But anyway, I don't think Dana wanted me on there. But I don't, I don't know. I probably didn't know who I was. But uh, I had all these young guys talking about, oh, you know, voting sucks, and you know, we gotta, we gotta go to the to the guns and all this kind of nonsense there. And, uh, I mean, that's the last thing you want to do. You know, that's like the, the, the might is right. They talk about, you know, oh, yeah, we're, you know, we're going to be warriors. You can't be a warrior now, but you're going to be a warrior. I don't know. And, uh, you know, and while they're out there in the field, I don't know how they're going to carry all this ammo if they haven't got any type of uh, logistics or nothing. But anyway, they're going to do all this stuff. That, and when they want to come and rape your wife and your daughter, they're damn well going to do it because they're out there fighting all this friggin' nonsense. I mean, just retarded shit. So I, I just laid it out to these guys that, you know, you got to get into your local areas. You don't go saying I'm this. You can say you're anti-immigration like the Freedom Party does, uh, uh, but uh, – American Free Freedom Party, which ran a candidate for uh, mayor over there in uh, Bethlehem. But you don't go in there, uh, I'm a white nationalist, or, or I'm a this, or I'm a that. Well, you know, why label yourself? You just go in there to help your community, okay? And get, get, like I say, get, rid, get them off those uh, uh, school boards and stuff like that, because all the work you do now, you don't want to be an undone later on. And uh, after a while, I mean, you know, even... The guys that, you know, they're starting to say, yeah, yeah, you know, because they're saying, has anybody got a solution? Well, you know, this is a solution. Build up your areas. Build up the white areas. you got to build them up. This shit is happening. There's nothing you can do about it. But if you build up your white areas and take over your counties, take over those resources, why, why are we giving them away? Okay? That's, where, that's how we're going to take a stand and turn this thing around. We have to have resources. You, you want to go fight. Well, where are you going to put your wife and kids? Who's going to be protecting them? You know, some people just, you know, they run off at the mouth, Paul. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. But you know what? It sounds exciting like a video game. You know what I mean, Paul? Well, the, the lone wolf kicks on the Jew world order, man. <sighs> Friggin' ridiculous, man. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, oh, we're not going to vote away. It starts from Mel Gibson. Yeah, it's going to come down to a fight in the end. We all know that. But like I say, I want as many people on my side with as much resources on my side to be successful. Okay, running around in the woods with AR-15 or running in the woods to hunt for your food, you know, and those animals will be shot up pretty quick. And all they're going to do is cut off your water, and then you're fucked. I mean, uh, whatever. Anyway, but... And uh, there's some, you know, some people are mad at me, and I lost people who said they were my friends and stuff there because, you know, they're pushing this 
Andre Anglin, and I put out well the timeline where he was on that show talking about uh, uh, white stuff. Isn't he or not? I don't know what he is, but you know what I mean. He looks like a mongrel. Don't even name. But anyway, and 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 and, all, and already had the total fascist dot uh, uh, com domain, and that's part of the public record. And uh, you know he wants to be a leader and all this. You know no one wants to be a chief. Uh, everyone wants to be chief, not, not an Indian there. And all of a sudden people are following him. And well, he's just putting out anti-Jew stuff. And you know he he's doing this, he's doing that. And and you know what I mean. But yeah, he's also talking about we should be like ISIS. We should be like the this. You know, there's no solutions there. Uh, telling people what they should eat and uh, you know what women. You know, the role of women and all this stuff. And this punk never even been married, man. You know what I mean? Like, give me a friggin' break, okay? You know, uh, uh, you know, when you come from a background like that or pushing this left or, or intelligent nonsense that other people try to push, okay, uh, you got to work your way back into proving yourself to get back into the graces, to get back into it, to prove yourself. You know, you go in and you capture somebody said, and they say, well, I want to fight for your side now. You're going to make them the general? I mean, it's friggin' ridiculous. So, anyway, Paul, uh, I've got some clips, as usual. I love them. Uh, I wanted to finish off on the uh, uh, Baltimore and... Uh, Thug and all that kind of stuff there, and and we'll get in a few other things there. So here, you know, because we're running out of time there, I, I want to make sure that we can go two hours, and we had we had too much for two hours. But anyway, uh, so I'm going to play this uh, clip here, and it's called uh, "Let It Burn." The point about see that no one wants to see that. So let me just let me be clear about what I mean here. I don't mean that anyone wants this to happen, but when it comes to what people want to see, the truth is that audiences prefer seeing spectacular things over seeing calm things. And if part of a strategy of a social movement is to bring cameras, then spectacle is. I mean, like, I just, again, I'm, I'm trying to take a moral valuation out of it and just on a pure strategic mm-hmm. perspective, we do send more cameras when things burn. I mean, that's the social context in which policing is set. Right. And yeah. it's also the social context in which uh, television and media are, are driven largely. I think everybody will agree. Well, we have a camera from 5,000 black, white, Asian, Latino students from every university, mm-hmm. high schools all over Baltimore, march down the middle of the city in complete peace, saying, we don't believe Fatality has to stop. Where are the cameras? They yeah. want anywhere. Well, because because that one might argue that's what no one wants to see. Right. In terms right. of like if you just like if you like if the channel and something's on fire and you stop to see what it is. I promise we're not going to be done. I do want to say thank you to John Shane. The rest of the panel is sticking around. We've got more folks joining the panel. We're staying on this topic because Baltimore's state attorney had a special message for the young protesters who Mark Sina was just talking about. When we come back, we're going to hear their response. So there you go. You know, was you know, like I made a on the Facebook there. I I you know I I, I saw a thing about uh, Thomas Hayden running his mouth off in one of his documentaries, and you know I, I showed how how they you know from Rosa Parks to to the riots in Newark to this. They're all how, see that. Yeah, they get these. They got these uh, people in there that are going to get kick this off one way or another. Now. Uh, last show we 
talked about they were trying to they were heating it up there from 2013 and all the shooting and everything that was going on there. So that's what they do, you know, until they can finally push it over the edge with some kind of situation here. And, uh, you know, this uh, Freddie Gray nonsense is uh, if, if, he, if the guy even died, who knows? You know, I, I really don't know. I really don't care. But this is what they're going to do, you know what I mean? So they, they, they can do their full surviving of the area and, uh, you know, uh, take over even more the consciousness of the people because now they've, I'm not saying all cops are perfect or anything because now we know who they work for. But the thing about it is to get a confrontation and as many confrontations as you can get going of people fighting people. So you're fighting cops, you're fighting each other and all those other kind of nonsense, you know what I mean? And uh, so that's what I wanted to show there. And I wanted to finish up on this thug thing because it's very, very interesting. Okay, so this one's called uh, 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 Thug with the Nigger Logic Ape. When I was in the Marine Corps, they called me a patriot, a Marine. But now that I'm fighting for my people, they called me a thug. No, I'm not sweeping nothing up. They called me a thug when I fight for my people. Breaking tonight, we are 30 minutes away now from a mandatory curfew in the streets of Baltimore. Meantime, a new debate developing over the appropriate way to describe the folks who broke from the peaceful protests to riots. Here is the president, Maryland's governor, and Baltimore's mayor. You've got some of the same organizers now going back into these communities to try to clean up in the aftermath of a handful of protesters, a handful of criminals and thugs who who tore up the place. This is lawless gangs of thugs roaming the streets, causing damage uh, to property and, and injuring innocent people. Too many people have spent generations building up this city for it to be destroyed by thugs. Now, the Baltimore mayor, Stephanie Rawlings-Blake, is walking back her use of the word thugs, going on Twitter to say, I wanted to clarify my comments on thugs. When you speak out of frustration and anger, one can say things in a way that you don't mean. She goes on to say, that night we saw misguided young people who needed to be held accountable, but who also need support. And my comments then did not convey that. Misguided young people. Joining me now, Mark Thiessen is a former chief presidential speechwriter for President George W. Bush. But we begin with Pastor Jamal Bryant of the Empowerment Temple AME Church, who delivered a eulogy at the funeral for Freddie Gray. Reverend, thank you so much for being here. So, you know, misguided young people is tough for the cops who found themselves being assaulted, one with a shattered kneecap, uh, hundreds who were right. injured, to, to swallow as they watched them burning people's houses down. What do you think? Uh, I think that uh, misguided police officers who break the spine of uh, an uncharged black man, that could be considered a thug. When you put in perspective that on April 12th at the Pentagon, Donald Rumsfeld said you cannot charge U.S. Armed Forces for lawlessness and for looting. That is the cost of freedom that comes with it coming out of a dictatorship. So you're kind of dodging. He, I mean, he exonerated, I don't know about exonerated them. But do you think he exonerated like them? I'm talking about the word thug. I thought that was the conversation. I do, but I, I'm I, talking about I keep using saying the word that these are misguided young people. We don't, we don't, I'm going to give you the floor. But I'm going to give you the floor. Hold on. But she's saying that these, are, that these are misguided I young people. I thought I was answering that. I'm I know, sorry. but then we got off on run show. 
you're t- she's saying these are misguided young people, and I'm t- I was sitting here live on the air yeah. watching it on Monday night, and they, they're burning people's houses down, and they punched some store owner right. in the face just because he tried to protect his property, and then they stole a bunch of property, right. and then they threw cement blocks at firefighters right. who were trying to save the neighborhood. I'm thinking Suggs is not far off the mark. Am I wrong? I think not far off the mark is six police officers putting so an answer my question. into a police officer. I'm answering you, no, but you don't want talk- dialogue. I'm no, trying to have a conversation with you. I'm giving you an opinion that you don't like. I'm talking about the thug behavior. Yes, thug behavior by virtue of the definition. You don't want to apply it to lawmen breaking through that. I didn't take any position on whether you call it a thug. Black I didn't say anything about Baltimore that. Is you, we have colorized the so word you, thug. You, we colorized Sherman at the Super Bowl last year. Yes, you've colorized. That so is the mayor of Baltimore and Barack Obama, they're racist. Race. Yes. No, they have committed black-on-black crime by using that word against people crime. who look just like them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for you to be smug about it and not see the seriousness of the offense of millions of young black children. I mean, maybe the White House is smug, too. Maybe the White House is smug, too, because they came out tonight in the, in the wake of that. Stephanie Rawlings you, walked back and they said, we stand by thugs. thugs. Barack Obama is standing by thugs. The University of Kentucky at the NCAA, when they turned over campus security cards and put, in fact, trash cans on fire, they're not called thugs. When the man shot up the police theater I, I in Colorado, I might be nobody wrong. called him a thug. I, I see Barack Obama. You are, he doesn't strike me as a racist guy. Yes. Okay? Maybe of you know something not. I don't not know. When it's something the mayor, she doesn't with. seem like a racist but any other time, woman. The, the police commissioner, the city councilman, all of them said that word. I don't think they have anything But has not come to see why it is that $5.3 million has been paid out by Baltimore police for excessive force. That's true. For planting drugs. For beating innocent people. That is true. But However, she would not dare call any of those police officers thugs. I, why? I don't know why. Because you have a concept in your mind about how it is that you portray black youth. Oh, a lot about me that I don't even know about myself. You. I thank you and for that. You know, I got to run because I have somebody else coming I'm here to help you. But I am happy to talk to you anyway. I appreciate you being here, Reverend. It's my privilege. Thank you. The purest form of nigger logic runs. He blames the white man. Hey, when can I start working for you, you fucking monkey ape? Why don't you start jumping up and down and pounding your chest and murder a few dozen lice? So, I mean, that, that, that's what you could got to contend with, this kind of nonsense there, you know what I mean? You know, these people... You're insane, Yeah, exactly, and, and you know... Almost as insane as the Jews, but they're, you know, they're pets, so they're pretty fucking insane. Yeah, the J word. No, it's called Jew, the N word. No, it's called nigger. Uh, you know, gay means happy, not homosexual, fudge bucket, but, you know, sodomites. They're sodomites. That's what they are, okay? So, you know what I mean? And that's, that's the kind of trick he's trying to play. Hang on, I got to open the window here. Launch countermeasures. Trust your senses. The dumb will be bitch in the eye. Yeah, the natives are restless out there, Paul. <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm I'm seeing more and more Americans, Christians, white folk waking up that uh, this shit is going on. 
especially the uh, the enormous amount of black on white crime that isn't getting responded to that needs to. Um, it either needs to be put down severely right now or abolished again his, uh, his fucking uh, race war. And I really don't want to see that happen, man. You know, I'd rather take care of the race baiters that are out there, like uh, Abajo, his wife, um, the, the new general, the old general, uh, the race pimp, Sharp Dan, and Jesse Jackass, and the rest of that, uh, that ilk uh, of the NAACP. Um, they, they need to be they, they need to be put on trial for fomenting uh, violence and uh, riots. So in the past, uh, riders used to get shot on trade. I don't know why these uh, these fellows are getting uh, a break. I don't. Yeah, just back off a little bit, uh, Paul. You're, you're coming in. Uh, uh, you know, I can hear the breathing on it and everything. Anyway, hang hang on one sec. I I got these guys attacking the guest. So let's see. I kick guest seven, guest eight. It was a guest, too. Yeah, we're all fuck-ups and everything else like this. So, you know what I mean? Typical, what would you expect? You know, it's funny. Uh, I was being attacked somewhere. Uh, I was told that uh, I'm a cop, and uh, Tom Bowie's a cop. and uh, We're all cops, Paul. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're I here. Said, I cop, man. Yeah, we're going yeah, we're gonna rest your ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, I really don't give a fuck. But uh, you know what I mean? When they're attack- attacking the guests in here for no reason, then well, they gotta go. So anyway, but like I say, I, well, let me see someone else popped in here. See who this guy is. Okay, guest nine. Any bullshit, you're gonna be gone. So, but like I say, I'm operating so many uh, windows here and everything else like this. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, 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 pimple faced faggots out there and that's all there is to it but you know this is the way it is this is why we get to get control of our areas and our local school systems to start producing men again instead of women you know and uh, you know and women are and you know and white people yeah and uh you know uh you know ladies again you know? so anyway i think it's right it's time for for a little bit of black praise here though Okay. And praise of the black man, I think this would be a wonderful opportunity to pause for a moment and give thanks for the many great contributions of the democratic voting black community and their culture to our society. Their peaceful and generous nature make them ideal neighbors, lending testimony to their exceptional family values and parenting skills unrivaled by any other culture. Their commitment to academic excellence enriches our schools and serves as an example to all who hope to achieve prominence as a people. Real estate values are fueled by the influx of African Americans into an area due to their caring and respect for nurturing of these communities. An example of all they have achieved by their enthusiasm for self-improvement through hard work and a self-reliant can-do nature. Without their industrious and creative drive, we would be poor as a nation presently enriching the cities of Spokane, Washington, Chicago, Illinois, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Washington, D.C., St. Louis, Missouri, New Orleans, Louisiana, Los Angeles, California, Flint, Michigan, Baltimore, Maryland, Pontiac, Michigan, Newark, New Jersey, Cleveland, Ohio, Atlanta, Georgia, Richmond, Virginia, Memphis, Tennessee, Birmingham, Alabama, Camden, New Jersey, and let's not forget Detroit, Michigan, the tourism capital of the world. There you go. You know, it's time to start calling calling these people out, you know, and so, you know, the leaders that they do have that can do something can possibly do something. So, you know, uh, anyway, someone said they can't hear you, Paul. 
I'm here, man. Oh, okay. That sounds I don't know. It sounds great to me. But anyway, so uh, anyway, so I was looking. I had this thing set for thugs and everything else like that, and we heard about those thugs. But, you know, thugs isn't really a bad name because then we have these type of thugs. I was coming back from work right over here in Ongol. So I was coming back and I was sitting on the queue. It happened aboard the queue train at 11.30 on Friday night. Walter and three of his friends were heading home after a Hanukkah party in Manhattan. I'd been out to a supper club with uh, Maria Parsheva, my girlfriend, on Friday night in New York City around 11.30. Uh, we boarded the train on Canal Street on the last car in the queue. When he turned to another group of riders and said, Happy Hanukkah. Like Happy Annika, my friends, like something to that effect. And almost immediately, you see the look in this guy's face like I've called his mother something, like I've said something to him that like rubs him the wrong way. And I see the way this guy looks, and I see the way this guy wants to fight me, and I look, and I see another guy right in front of me, another guy, and I see the crowd moving in. In the melee that followed, Walter and his friends were beaten up. A guy um, in the back of the train, he got very angry and... You know, very insulted by that, actually, goes Hanukkah. That's when the Jews killed Jesus. You killed him. You killed Jesus. You killed him on Hanukkah. You dirty Jew. You effing Jew. And I basically, you know, said, that's ridiculous. I'm not, like, you know, one to start crap with people on the train and on the street, but I'm going to stand up for Hebrew people. The Israelis still being very loud and rowdy, dirty Jew, dirty and they were, at this point, they were getting very confrontational with them. And the poor guy, you know, Walter and the whole group of them, they were trying to defuse it. They basically said, yo, we're going to pull these Jews off the train and decal and beat them on the platform. This is horrible. I mean, this is horrible. This is the biggest wave of anti-Semitism I've ever been involved in in New York. Attacking somebody because they yell, Happy Hanukkah, is obviously reason to believe that this was an anti-Semitic episode. When Hassan Askari, another passenger, tried to help, he was beaten up too. I don't understand. They they just said happy Hanukkah. That was it. There was nothing else. No provoking. There were there were fourteen of them total, six girls and eight guys. And uh, they're hitting me in the face. I'm bleeding on the ground. My lips splits open. I'm bleeding. And this random stranger, uh, Hassan Askiri, jumps in. I thought one of the students might came up to one of the girls and he might do something. And that time I grabbed one of I grabbed him and I pulled him to the side. And I said, you know, what's wrong? Are you crazy, son? What are you doing? They all grabbed me, and then they pushed me against the wall, and then they you know, punched me up a little bit. And there, they beat up Walter. They punched him, and you know, they beat him down pretty bad. It was really bad to see what happened. Hassan's the only person to try and help us at all. Everybody runs to the back of the car. No one else helped us except Hassan. No one else on the train. A Muslim American saved us when our own people were on the train and didn't do anything, and when everyone else's people were on the train doing anything. Someone who in the media often gets painted as the enemy of Israel and the Jews, you know, this is a Bangladeshi Sunni Muslim. This is someone that jumped in, he knew we were Jews to help us. That guy, Hassan, my girlfriend and me and my best friend might have been beaten to death on that train if he hadn't jumped in and helped us. My, my father and my parents... They always brought me up to help my fellow man. There's no question about whether I did anything special or not. What I did should be the norm for anyone. And Islam teaches you to be helpful to your fellow man, to be kind, courteous. So, those kind of Christians, I'm down with, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, 
And I like the way the Jew says, our people and the, the, their people. You know what I mean? Our people and their people. We got you, Paul? Yeah, I was just uh, listening to all of it, man. Yeah. Uh, did you, did you, what, what group of people it was, man, just besides, you know, you killed our Christ? Was it Pharaohs? Was it white people? Was it Hispanic oh, people? It was, it was white people. It was Christians. Okay. All right. So uh, they didn't like that, and it's our people and their people. You know, you know, he's telling you right there. You know, our people wouldn't help, and their people. You know, so he's telling you where it's at. You know, we're all we're all the same, but not them. So there, there it is, right in their uh, in their mind. You know, us elitist and you guys. That's about it. Yeah. So you know. Man, I'm getting these uh, guys in here saying some nasty things. Oh, guess 12. Okay, guess 12. I didn't. Mm. Who the hell is this guest? I don't know how this guy got in here, but uh, anyway, some guy got in here. I can't get him out. Anyway, hey, buddy, guess 12. Fuck you. Okay, so, and, and you know, uh, everybody's wondering why this is happening, and uh, here's the answer. After the city siege, we were all heartened to see that our new campaign would be such widespread support. However, I would like to, like to ask the panel, who would ride with us, the Australian Jews, if we were to travel in particular areas of Sydney and our religious clothing? Anti-Semitic attacks have risen 35%, anti-Semitic attacks have risen 35% to 100%. Why is there this precedent, and yet we have received no widespread support from the general public? Is it not alarming? to the public, that the hashtag Hitler was right trended worldwide last year? Miriam Magalhães. People don't like Jews. It's not comfortable to say that, and it's not comfortable to hear it, but I believe it to be true. Whoa, people don't like Jews. And uh, what did the Jews say about it? You know what's missing from all that, Joe, is it's never the actions that the Jew does that makes people hate them. It's always just, just because they're Jews, just, just because they're Khazars. No, no, no. It's because of your demonic, socio-psychopathic, murderous, more relativistic attitude that you treat the rest of humanity with, with contempt, with disgust, with supremacist racial attitudes. Yeah, that we can say, go fuck yourself. Okay? That's why we hate we hate the murders. We hate the genocides. We hate the duplicity. We hate the thefting, okay? The robbing of, a, of, our, of, of humanity blind. That is what we hate. And unfortunately, Judaism is an ideology that teaches that socio-psychopathic behavior. It's not a faith. Amen. Yeah, and, uh, oh, man, I'm not getting you through here. But anyway, uh, let me check this. Why I'm not getting you through this, but anyway, we're recording on the other side. Hang on here, I got some uh, idiot here. Uh, guess fourteen, mom, you're a goy feminist idiot. You uh, blah 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 blah. Eh, well, it, it's just another Jew. 
Laugh at the Jew. Laugh at the Jew 14, guest 14. Okay. Now, uh, someone was saying to me, uh, we got to give Colin uh, Flaherty a break because he's just wrong. But let's, I just want to play this again. We played this Monday. Listen to exactly what this asshole says. You know, I, do, I document in, in both of my books how public officials actually lie about the circumstances of black mob violence and black on white crime. It's so, and, and they're always baiting and switching, and everybody just pretends they're not, they're not lying. I mean, what was the greatest bait and switch of our lifetimes? For six months, we were told that Ferguson was all about police brutality, black on, and uh, uh, white on black violence. Then all of a sudden, on a dime, it became about traffic tickets. Wait a minute, what happened to the police brutality? It doesn't matter anymore. You know what? I didn't see anybody in Baltimore holding up signs saying, right, fewer traffic tickets, right, fewer traffic tickets. So the thing is, uh, Tommy, the people that we're dealing with, when you deal with race, everybody is so used to saying things that are unchallenged. You know, even the mayor of Baltimore, when she says something crazy, was, why didn't one reporter go, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Why not? Why? I mean, that's all we're asking. Just say really, once in a while. I don't care if you mean it or not. Just say it. But, but that, and so they get away with that, and all we can do is just keep exposing it because guess what? I don't really think this, uh, I don't really think this lie can survive this kind of truth you and I are dealing out to them. But we do have to address this, and I want to see how you address it. We do have a bias. We do have a media that does these things and set these things up. But that media is not black-owned. A lot of times that media is not even just white-owned. That media is Jew own. Now, why would this Jewish media put out a narrative that blacks can't put out themselves? Blacks can't purposely deny that three of the people who got uh, arrested, the three of the cops, were black. They can't do it. Blacks don't have the power to manipulate the media. It's only whites doing it. So even when you're telling whites the media is screwing stuff up and trying to make blacks seem less than they are, the media is other whites. Um, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't accept the uh, the Jewish media narrative. I've worked in too many newsrooms. I've met too many reporters. I will tell you something. Think of the most liberal, goofy white person you know. Yes, that is the description of your average reporter. So these guys are just goofy naturally. Why they get why they hire goofy people? I don't know why they're constantly on TV like this. I don't know. But here's the point. It's like I don't even care anymore. I mean, how many people? How many people? How many lives are you changing? No, you're right. But we do have that is one that's not a past thing. That's a present. We have to address that one. If we're saying this media is putting out a narrative trying to make blacks look like victims, we do have to say what that media looks like if we're going to say what the victims look like. If we're saying the victims are black or the perpetual victims are black, we have to say the people who are helping victimize them and make them as victims are white. Even if we don't say they're Jewish, we do have to say they're not black because black you people know aren't and putting out that to, narrative. And if somebody wanted to tell me that liberal people are the most racist, ridiculous people on the planet, I would say, yeah. So, I mean, there you go. I mean – I mean, he, it's not that he's wrong. He's telling you that, no, it's, he's been in these rooms, newsrooms, and he knows what it is, and he don't care what the problem is and all this kind of nonsense. This guy is definitely 
the gatekeeper, and uh, you know these guys that put out all this kind of stuff. It's like any, it's like putting a lot of porn out, right? You get people sensitized to it, and uh, I'm wondering if if that's what it's all about. I, I, you know, so you know when people say to me, "Oh, we got to cut this guy," no, you don't have to cut this guy a break. Okay, this guy's got to prove himself. He's the guy to come out, does this, says this, and every other damn thing. And when and then we, he shows for the Jew, man. Pardon? And then he shows for the Jew. Then he shows for the Jew, and we're not going to be white guy. <laughs> yeah, and we're not going to say anything. You got to be a friggin' moron if you're not going to say anything. And if you're going to cut this guy a break, well, you're an idiot. Okay, this guy. We'll cut your throat. He's already told you. I mean, uh, in so many words there, okay? It's all Whitey's fault. It's not the Jews' fault. I don't, I don't uh, you know, and, and I don't really care. I'm just documenting it, selling books, right. you know. So anyway, it just it blows my mind. So anyway, uh Paul, I got to take a break here. I'm going to play a song, okay? It's about five minutes. It's by this orchestra, this young orchestra that uh, I listen to every now and then uh, called I Can See It In Your Eyes by Poker Face. We'll be back in about five minutes. Okay, well. Fame and fortune 
change come and go One and women could go to The love I have will see me through this night And when that doctor comes What will you do? I can't see it in your eyes You've been mine all the life How do I get through? Get through to you Check it, check it, check it. That was Poker Face. That was uh, that was fun to hear, man. Haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, that was that from uh, uh, Sex Politics and. Uh... No, that was before that. That was next. That was when we were still playing keyboards. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hey, Brain Thing, welcome. I see there's the guys are fighting here, man. <laughs> Keyboard commandos. Come on, guys, relax. Take it easy here. Uh, uh, so 
that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff you'll hear in 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 other bands at the Freedom Palooza, and uh, you know all local talents and everything else like that. And uh, so, let's see here. I mean, guys are giving their address out where they can go meet each other and all this kind of stuff. There, guys, <laughs> save it for the big fight because you know what? We got to save it for these guys.
telling you right there, they're going to create a society. And that's what they're doing. They're creating a society that is uh, anti-white. Uh, well, they're against everybody, really, but uh, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, changing your language, uh, attacking you left and right, uh, charging, taking care of your food, charging you for every time you break bread, you know, they get a cha-ching out of it. So, and this is what, this, this is what we're talking about. But uh, anyway... But uh, my favorite is <laughs> I had to catch up with some stuff in Jersey there, Paul. And, and, and you know, Christie wants to run for president, right? But his ass is in a, in a ringer over a couple scandals, and one of them is that uh, uh, they call it uh, uh, something gate, uh, uh, bridge gate, where a bridge was blocked, one of his opponents' town over there in, in uh, I think it was Teaneck. And... and it was really two Jews fighting, but I mean, you know, this was his guy. This is his. They don't tell you that. Yeah, no, they're not going to tell you that. But this is this is his main guy that did it. And anyway, so uh, Christie had to go testify and all this kind of nonsense. And uh, so now he's going to explain that it's not his fault. All I can tell you is this: that when you're a leader, you're going to hire and you're going to get the best judgments you possibly can. But you're never going to be able to guarantee if you're going to know mistakes I can't promise you, nor can anybody who's in a position of responsibility in the government, that they will be able to prevent every bad thing from happening. The best you can say is that I've learned from these mistakes. I don't believe that they thought this was okay by me, because if they did, that's the greatest thing. If they thought they were doing something that I would have loved, why didn't they tell me? I have previously said I was sorry for what happened because it happened on my watch and I have to be accountable for it. But being accountable and being responsible are two different things. I am accountable and I'm an accountable officer that government. What I have nothing to do with so he's accountable but not responsible <laughs> Accountable but not responsible It sounded like he was saying I'm a cannibal Cannibal I eat. Yeah, That too but, uh, He sounds like presidential material to me I mean you know he's, he's getting it all down pat Right So uh-huh. I'm, 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 you, know, you know how to do the two step shuffle man Yeah and he's doing it really really well So <laughs> I just I, when I heard that I just busted out laughing, you know, and and it, you know it uh, it comes right down to this, Paul. Well, I think all the movements are cooperative right now. I think uh, we need to start exposing ideas like there is no left-right, you know, divide. There is no conservative-liberal divide. Okay, that that's just a sports team mentality that they got us in, like blah blah red, blah blah blue. Divide is either you're for tyranny or you're for freedom. You, you can look at the healthcare bill. Is it for freedom? Or is it for charity? Is it taking your rights away or is it giving you more rights? Well, of course, it's taking your rights away. Go down the list. Is the Patriot for freedom or is it for tyranny? Well, it's for tyranny. Okay, so once you expose to the right and left that this is how you need to look through those eyes instead of looking through your, your uh, political uh, cartel. You know, I want to apply RICO charges to the political parties in this country because they've been running it like their own uh, corrupt organization where they can do anything that they want to. Do the circle jerk behind closed doors and then feel like they're fighting for us, you know, on one side or the other. 
No. Did they need to be charged with the laws that they created to use against us to silence us and take away our wealth from us? And it's time to do it to them if they're not going to leave willingly. Why did you do that, man? That was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, I, I, I this, you know, sometimes you come out with something really good, Paul. <laughs> so I had to, I had to put that in there because that, it, 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 it it's so concise. You know, it, it says what it is, right? They've got you in this left, right, right, two party system, and uh, you know where people say, oh, you know, you got to, you got to uh, somehow uh, take over one of these parties, and uh, you know. I don't know, make them correct or something like that. Well, no, you don't have to. You've got to go local, local, local. That Fed bullshit, okay, the only way you're going to starve those parties out is taking over local, and you don't have to be part of one of those parties. And even if you want to take those parties over local, you, all you got to do is get in here and take over the, uh, you know, they're all in what they call, uh, I mean, the whole United States, they're divided into uh, – what is, you know, poll, poll areas. I forget the exact thing that they call them. And uh, they're unchallenged. You know, you can become, you run to become a captain. They're unchallenged. Another thing that, you know, all these so-called people that are concerned don't do because nobody's got time, you know, too much hockey games and football games and all this bullshit. And our, our enemies are out there, and they are taking these positions. They are taking the school boards. They are, are all taking all these positions, and that's how they get a stranglehold. And uh, that is our revolution, is taking back your community. And, uh, you know, I, I heard John King from the uh, – I forget what show he's on, some, some white uh, network or something like that, talking about, uh, you know, uh, if, you know we got to sort of – Emporium or something like that, and even if we got to go to the North Pole and all this kind of nonsense, and you know, I, I scratch my head when I hear stuff like that. Like, no, right? People are going to follow you to the North Pole. What are they going to bring with them? How are they going to keep warm? How, how are you going to build anything with no resources? Meanwhile, all the resources and everything down here, where your money goes to, it's already there. Why don't you lead your people to take over a county, an area of a state? and start taking over state. You know, I, I, I just don't understand. Well, there is no logic there, Paul. There is no logic there. So I don't understand that kind of stuff. And it makes me scratch my head about these people. And then he's crying about, oh, and some of them back, the blacks back to Africa. It's never going to happen and blah, 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 and all this kind of nonsense. Well, you know, uh, building a, uh, what I don't know, Antarctica, Gathering all the whites like a Moses and uh, going to football or, or whatever. Uh, I don't think that's going to without, without Father's blessing too. So yeah, that sounds like it's going to happen. Yeah, and and not only that, Paul, or or, or you know we're going to get a reserve or something like that. So you know, <laughs> so here he is begging. No, you don't beg. You go take. You take what's yours. It's as simple as that. So I don't understand these people. Okay, what's going on here? Are these guys still fighting here? Okay, come on. Guys, behave yourself for one night. Okay, so uh, I don't know. What can you do, Paul? What can you do? Love, hate, love, baby. Love, hate, love. <laughs> so anyway, you know you, you know the uh, that uh, piece of shit, the Young Turks there on the... Uh, yeah. 
yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, they are always spewing their spewing their uh, Jew logic, and this really got me because uh, you know the uh, uh, the Asian now is the benchmark. Okay. Now just dig this out, and we're going to break this down of this Jew logic of how they bamboozle a lot of people. Apparently, Geraldo, even according to the Blaze, uh, uh, you know, Geraldo got into it. We were looking at some of the video. It's good video. We, we almost ran it today, but we didn't get we didn't have time. Um, of Geraldo getting into it with protesters and uh, with a kid who was really angry and sort of uh, a, a thoughtful guy. But he was mad. He was disrupting the broadcast, but who cares? Um, you know, again, this makes it was not, in a, not even moderately threatening, just mm-hmm. talking about political events. Yeah, it's talking about the thing that was here and sort of defending the city, and, and Geraldo called him names, you know. And then at one point, um, Geraldo said, called someone in the distance, I guess, like yelling back, a white thug. I'm just reading it on TYT Live, and I was checking it, but it comes up here on the blaze, and he said, a white thug. If you want any more evidence that thug is a racial term, oh. it's somebody on Fox recognizing that, no, no, normally thugs are black people. Oh, but here's a white thug, so. Bear that in mind. Okay, I can't help but jump in and say one last thing. I want to give uh, credit to Anil Dash, who on Twitter has been making some brilliant arguments uh, about how what if Asians treated white people the way white people treat black people, okay? And so he's saying if he kept saying, if Asians kept saying to white people, where are the parents? Right? Like, why, why are you guys not getting into school? Right. Right? Like, yeah. what's wrong with your parents? What's wrong with your culture? Yeah. And, like, it's Asians. possible that that is being said, actually. <laughs> and Asians are, uh, go to jail at a far, far lower rate than whites. Well, whites are just naturally predisposed to crime. <laughs> so, uh, if they start talking about how the white culture is kind of thug culture, because they're always in prison and stuff. It would be a fascinating yeah. uh, thing to be. By the way, nothing better be, can happen to white culture than to be referred to as thug culture. That would be awesome. White would be like, wrong, oh, sweet, finally. If I, if I was convicted of a crime or something, they or, or charged, they would go back and they could find photos of me from high school where I was wearing FUBU jerseys and things like that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, white thug. <laughs> <laughs> now, this fat ass again, you know, you know, the lawyer and, uh, you know, trying to pretend that he's Turkish and all this kind of shit, where we know he's a Jew. So let's break down the typical, twisted, Jew-anti-white logic. Now, according to the figures that I have found, approximately 7 million Americans are either in jail or on probation or on parole. According to them, 60% are black, 20% Hispanic, 10% white, and just 5% are Asian, Asian. Now, remember that when a Jew gets caught and actually goes to jail, and then and only then he wants you to believe he's white. So, you know, that 10% is probably a lot, you know, a lot lower. So now let's look at this. So actually the non-Hispanic people make up, is what they call us, the non-Hispanic white people make up 66% of the American population but account for only 10% of incarcerations, while Asians are both 5% in both metrics. They're 5% of the population and 5% in, of, in, in the prisons. So compared to their percentage of the total population of white people, white people are actually disproportionately less likely to be incarcerated out of anybody. So, you know, you can't let this fast-talking Jew chits. Imagine if 60% of the jail was whites. You know, then, you know, 
100 percent of our, our uh, you know of that uh, uh, metric, but it's not. And this is what they're trying to fool you with because you know with the with the, with the eject public ejaculation system, a lot of people this goes right over their head. Okay, so you don't fall for that fast-talking Jew chutzpah and their anti-white logic because, as usual, just like the whole hoax, it only makes sense to morons, idiots, anti-white liberals, and of course other Jews. So, you know, we, sometimes, you, you know, I, I listen to this stuff, Paul, and I'm just scratching my head, right? Scratching your head, man, I know. Yeah, like, it's just endless. you know, I, I try to figure out what this guy says, and, uh, you know, he, and whenever I answer answer him in that thing, I, I say, hey, fat ass, you know, and uh, I keep getting blocked. What else is new? So, <laughs> but like I say, I'm not about to let him have a pass on that. Not at all. It ain't going to happen. You know, that's all there is to it. And uh, so I had to I had to put that in there so other, so other people can see this because I can see uh, by you know people were falling for this nonsense. You know, and uh, it's it, yeah because they're not thinking. You know, because, you know, they're listening to this Jew, you know, rabble his, le- his, his lips off and, uh, you know, with, you know, th- there's absolutely no logic there at all. And, uh, you know, when you, when you honestly figure it out, yeah, what, what the hell is this guy talking about? You know what I mean? What the hell is this guy talking about? I mean, you know, but you've you got to stand back and look at it. You know what I mean? And, and, and too many people, they don't. So I guess I just had to stand back and look at it because uh, uh, so much of this blue bull, uh, Jew bullshit. And uh, what can I tell you? So, but anyway, so okay, so Paul, you're gonna be, we're gonna go on a hiatus, okay? Because I got to get something taken care of medically, and uh, you, you. I mean, around this time of year, you're getting very, very busy with the Freedom Palooza. So usually do this anyway, and I usually carry on, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to carry on, and uh, so we're looking at probably six weeks. But you know, if I can, I've got a lot of stuff here that is almost completed. I will try and put up uh, a different types of uh, podcasts that I have been working on and just never finished. Uh, one of them is the breakdown of the. Uh, Giuliani, uh, Hitler rant, and a few other things there, and uh, but the, and I have a few uh, items that will go on the Tribune that just need a little touching up. But as far as you know, being dedicated to the research and all this kind of stuff, get all this stuff going, uh, it's just not going to be possible for a while there. And uh, so, uh, so we'll be on hiatus for a while. And uh, Paul, you when. I'm looking. I, I, I'm just. I'm saying safely for myself. Six weeks. You? Oh, bro. That time you're ready, come back, man. I'll, I'll be there to, to ride shotgun, man. Okay. So whenever I'm ready. And uh, I mean, like I say, it's getting painful. I got to take care of this. And uh, so, uh, to everybody out there, uh, thank you for listening to us. We will be back. We will be back. Uh, check the page every now and then. When I'm able to, I will put up some of the podcasts that are very, very interesting and uh, breakdowns of things that I have been working on 
uh, slowly because, you know, I work on like 10 different things at once, plus the other stuff I got to do. And, uh, you know, but, you know, there's things that have to be taken care of here at home and they just got to be done. And uh, so, let me see. Getting a few messages. Hey, Jimmy Carr. If Joe was a cop, the broadcast quality would be better. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, man. Love you, brother. Haven't seen you for a while. (laughs) <laughs> but no, no, two, no, 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 close to them. Yeah. Your shit going split, man. That's why I like looking at brother. Dude, he's a dude because all his shit is slick. Yeah. And and Jim Call is a warrior. He's a Pennsylvania boy too, so you know. Okay, guys, uh, I'm gonna end it here, and uh, Paul will be in touch, and uh, to everybody. Good night and God bless. And remember, don't mess with a fool.